In the Lab, a Texans podcast that takes a different look at things. Drew Doherty and John Harris have their lab coats and goggles on and the Bunsen burners burning. Here's Drew. Hey there, and welcome into In the Lab. You heard that gorgeous voice that introduced us. And I'm Drew. You're John. How are you, pal? I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. Hanging in there. And, you know, the last two weeks of the endings haven't been fun. I'll put it that way. Ugh. But uh, there's been about some... every game this year except for Jacksonville. So I, I, I went through this, Drew. I, I wonder if I can. I, I did this in my Harris Hits this week. Mm-hmm. And, um, Which you can always read on HoustonTexans.com in the news section. Take a listen to this. And, and just this year alone, the Texans had a 17-point lead versus the Colts, finishing the tie. Texans led the Broncos 9-6 to starting the fourth quarter. Tied the Bears 20-20 to starting the fourth quarter. They trailed the Chargers by three with 8.30 left in the fourth. They trailed the Raiders by four with the ball with 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Trailed the Eagles by four starting the fourth quarter. Trailed the Browns by six starting the fourth quarter. Led the Cowboys by six starting the fourth. Led the Chiefs by five starting the fourth and finished with nine gut punch losses and a tie against the Colts. Yeah. That's, that's the way this season has been. That's what, what are we now, 112 and one? 112 and That's one. what 12 lost teams do. Yep. They, they don't close out. They don't find a way to win. And that's unfortunately been the case. You know, in the fourth quarter, like you said, with that lead, did you really feel confident that the Texans exactly. were going to close? Yeah. And that's most of that's due to Pat Mahomes, right. but a lot of that's due to the 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 book that we've seen this team write uh, throughout this season. I started feeling confident when Blake Cashman threw Patrick Mahomes to the ground yeah. for the sack. That's when I was yeah. like, oh, "We Giddy can up. do this. We've got to. Go. I don't know where we're going to get the ball, but we could go down and kick a field goal." We that, can at least go down. All we got to do now is just kick a field goal. We can do that. And for the record, that Cashman sack and the Kirksey sack earlier in the game, mm-hmm. gorgeous, yes. gorgeous blitzes. Absolutely I mean, just so well-designed blitz. plays. Yeah. I, he, and Mahomes even talked about it. He's like, he didn't he didn't expect what he saw from this defense. Right. Which I, you got to give Lovey Smith a lot of credit for drawing yep. up what he drew up because it's not easy to limit that crew oh. to that low an output. Yeah. Kelsey still got his, like you know he's going to. Yeah. But, yeah, it um, – it was no fun. All right. It, it's gotten me thinking. We're going to be flying home from Nashville, kind of alongside Santa Slay. Yes. You know, the big guy will be uh, Absolutely. maybe right out the window next right. to us, ho, ho, hoing along with the uh, reindeer. And it got me thinking, if you could suit Santa Claus up on this Texans team, at what position would you play him, and how badly would we beat the rest of the uh, folks on our schedule the rest of this year? Well, I think the initial inclination is you can put him at quarterback. Yep. Um, but that's that's probably the first one just because he's the leader. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to keep everybody happy and jolly, and, and everybody wants to please him. And he's a magician, too. Yeah, absolutely. So he can, you know, end up in one spot and go to the other. He's always got gifts. He's always delivering. Always jolly. He's with so everybody. Yeah. And you want to have good a energy lifter. Yeah. Like you want a joy, you want a joyful leader on the team that everybody responds to. So that's just a natural fit. You would think uh, at quarterback running back might be one too. Now he's not, you know, swift, but he can be, I'd play him a QB man. He I'd- could levitate. 
I'd play I him imagine. QB on offense, and then I'd, I'd definitely have him go both ways because you know he can. Sure. I mean, the guy. Think about it. The guy goes all night long, absolutely delivering presence around the world. His so endurance he can, is off the charts. He could certainly play on the defensive side of the ball. So where are you going to put him on defense? You know, the first thought because of the just girth is you play him a nose tackle. Okay, you play him next to Malik Collins, and it gets interesting. Now, Roy's done a really nice job, but I mean, it's Santa. You put him in the middle, just causing havoc. I mean, Santa. I mean, he's beefing up the 400 lbs, yep. and you're you're not moving him. And the other thing is, if an offensive line sees Santa, you're going to double team Santa. He'll like, split that double team. You're, you're getting coal in your stock. Yeah. You don't want. You're not going to double team Santa. I mean, Ben Jones is going to have to go single block Santa. He's not going to get some help from his guards. There's no way. Absolutely. That said, I do think that Santa would split a double team pretty, pretty well. I think he's still got, even though he's girthy, I still think that he would be able to split a double team. But you know he, he would, what he would not do? He would not split any double team with Ben Jones. He would not. He loves Ben Jones yeah, so much because Ben Jones is such a lovable right. guy and has been a good boy all season Great long. Great point. He'll, he'll take it out on somebody else he, just yeah. because of his love for Ben Jones. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. And then, hey, we love you, Kaimi Fairburn. We love you, Cam Johnson. You guys have been really good this year. Mm-hmm. You guys have delivered the mail, so That's to speak. Yep. And we also love Desmond King and Traymond Smith, but Santa's handling the return duties. Santa's <laughs> kicking and punting as well, guys. So you guys just take a breather, help out on the rest of the way. And here's the stat line for the game against the Titans okay. with Santa in the mix, John. Okay. Santa completes all 10 of his passes. Yep, 10 for 10. Got you. For 755 yards. That's yeah, a little low, but I go with it. Nine touchdowns. Mm-hmm. On point. And then he runs for five scores. Okay. And gets 320 yards rushing. And we beat the Titans. What, like well, I haven't gotten to the defensive to, side. Oh, of the okay, hold okay. on. So hold We're on. not done. Santa also has seven sacks. Okay. All of which are strip sacks. Yeah. All of which are fumbles recovered by Santa gotcha. and taken back for touchdowns. And then he kind of played possum, and he intercepts two passes, okay. takes them back for scores as well. Uh, okay, yeah. I, th- I think he probably intercepts three. You know, yeah. uh, depending on where he wants to where he wants to play. I still think nose tackle. That's a pretty good spot for him. And wait, oh, one more, one more. Oh, we forgot. He returns the one kickoff for 109 yards for a score because. He doesn't get any punts because the Texans don't right. get punted too because they're scoring well, on defense. Th- here's the other thing, too. You're playing up in Nashville where apparently the feels-like temperature for this game is going to be 5. No problem. 5 degrees. That's where he, he's from, the Arctic. I mean, he's going to be out there, no sleeves, belly hanging out. He doesn't care. So he's just going to he's going to work his deal. That's that's nothing. You're going to see everybody bundled up. I'll have like eight layers on down there. I've grown soft in my old age. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try and be warm. He's just like... This is a day. This is training camp day. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to be totally fine against the Titans, and we come home with a W, like we did last year without Santa Claus. Yes, in Tennessee last but year, but in equally ugly weather. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how Santa does in the rain. He's probably I imagine fine. he probably figures it out. It rains in the rainforest. And he he delivers toys there too. Yeah, that's true. And and gifts of all kinds. He delivers so, yeah. toys to Seattle. That's true. And it's got, I mean, it's got to rain on Christmas in Seattle. I mean, it has to. Mm-hmm. It's got to be. It's a must. So yeah, I would imagine he can handle any kind of any kind of weather. I don't know where is it. It's got to be warm somewhere around the country right now. Australia, maybe mm-hmm. somewhere around the world, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's so he can handle all kinds of weather. But I just see him out there 
He's got the fingers taped up. He's got probably, the belly hanging out. He's got the jersey like Zeke Elliott. It's probably you know? nice and warm in the Seychelles. Yeah. He's, in Hawaii. It's always warm in Seychelles. Yeah. I When I was working in Jacksonville, we were talking about Jacksonville before we started the podcast, I went over and I, I taught at a, um, a boarding school for a year, a place called Bowles, mm-hmm. where Chipper Jones had played. Yep. Uh, where Hayden Hurst, who's a tight end for the Falcons now? I can't remember where Hayden Hurst is. I think he's with the Falcons. Anyways... They, they all went to Bulls. Bulls is a really good academic, athletic combination, private school. And when I got over there, I they made me the assistant dean of the dorms, which was interesting because I lived in the dorms. We had kids from all over the world. And I had, at that point, I don't even know that I heard of the Seychelles. And we had three kids really? in the Seychelles that came over because they wanted to swim for the Olympic uh, swimming program that they had built at Bulls. They had player They had swimmers from all over the country, or from all over the world. Malaysia. We had three or four from Japan. I think we had two or three from Asia. And then there was a guy named Anthony, I want to say Nesty. It was his name. And he ended up winning an Olympic gold in 1988 from Suriname. And because he had won that, he was a Suriname national hero. And was he the guy that swam for UT? Wasn't there a guy from Asia that swam for UT? Maybe. I can't remember. I want to say he's University of Florida, but I can't remember. Anyway, he was from Suriname. We ended up having two or three kids from Suriname almost every single year because, because they that he was the guy. He was funneled like, them there. That's yeah, awesome. it was like nine years prior he'd won the Olympic medal, and so everybody wanted to follow his um, follow his footsteps. And there was a young kid from um, from Malaysia. His name was Alex Lim. And after Al- Alex was a national hero in Malaysia, he won all kinds of Southeast Asian medals, all that kind of stuff. Kids followed in his footsteps. Like they all went to bowls because they were like, "I want to be like Alex Lim." It was amazing how wow. they. So that was the dorm. So Seychelles was, you know, I'm sure Santa's been there. You're right. I'll see your Seychelles story and I'll raise you because my best friend growing up in elementary school was a guy named David Watson. And okay. David's mom, Anique, was from the Seychelles. So really? Oh, yeah, nice. David and his little brother, Nick, and his big sister, Kara, good friends of mine. I, I don't get to keep in touch with them as much. We're right. all Facebook friends and everything. But yes, I heard all about Seychelles. They'd go there for like a month yeah. over Christmas and always have a good time and they have people come in, uh, you know, and visit around this time of year. And I always have wanted to go to the Seychelles because it looks yep. like paradise. It does. So, it absolutely yeah. does. And Nick I was is very actually, envious. Nick is living there. He's a year or two younger than me. And he's, uh, he's married with children over living in the Seychelles, mm. living it up. And they're good, strong Houston sports fans. So yeah, shout out to the Seychelles, shout out to the Watsons and shout out to Santa Claus, because yeah. if you were on our team, Santa, we would be undefeated, mm-hmm. but you aren't, and we're sad for that. Also, we want to finish this off. You know, we love all of our listeners, and we love hearing from our listeners. We've not heard from any of our listeners as much as we've heard from Dave Howard. Oh, yeah. Our guy in yeah, Central yeah. Texas. Dave had a nice message to us last week. He's a loyal listener of the program. He liked the leech stories you and I told. Dave, it really means a lot to hear from you, and we love to hear from all of our listeners. So shoot us a, a note on Twitter. Shoot us an email. It's all good. We love hearing from you. But, Dave, it meant a lot to hear from you, and I appreciate what you said. And we hope all of you have a very Merry Christmas. John and I love doing this podcast every single week and having fun and chit-chatting around. And we'll do another one next week heading into the game against a red-hot Jacksonville Jaguars squad. So buckle up. But until then, ho, 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 Merry Christmas.